This is Hamptons Uncovered, the podcast that looks at mysteries that occur in, well, the Hamptons. We'll go deeper than the glitz and glam of the East End Mansion dotted shorelines. We'll go into the real Hamptons, uncover the stories that people just don't talk about openly. Because there's a lot people don't know about, or want you to know about. I'm Ty Wenzel. Hamptons Uncovered is produced and edited by me. Reporting by Peggy Spellman-Hooey and me. Original music is by John Lurie and the Lounge Lizards. I'm on my way to go pick up some Sam's Pizza, and I figured I would update everybody on what we're doing so that you could know how we're going to start this investigation. So the first thing we're going to do is uh, go into Andrea Armijos' story. She was the first one found in the woods behind the Stop and Shop Market in East Hampton. So I have tracked down her sister, who was in all the articles demanding justice. Uh, She was with her then partner or husband, Manuel Puka. They lived in East Hampton, but she no longer lives with him and she lives in uh, Ecuador. I don't know when she moved back, but I was able to track her down. And uh, we were talking, actually I was Google translating because I don't speak Spanish, but we had a great conversation about finding out what happened to her sister and if it was suicide or not. So she is adamant that it was not suicide. There was just too many weird things, but she had to go. So I didn't get any more information and we are making a time to uh, Skype together with a translator. Our translator is gonna be Leanne Alcone, who is a dear friend of mine, um, who works at a, news, at a newspaper with me in the Hamptons. So we are gonna be speaking with her, and then the strangest thing happened. Um, while I was friending her and family members on Facebook, I just went ahead and friended, or you know, sent a friend request to her her husband or whoever that guy was. I guess they were married because he's always referred to as Andrea's brother-in-law. So I'm assuming they were married. I'll find out more. Um, He accepted my friend request and I woke up today to him sending me one of those waves, like a little wave icon. So he seems to be... um, open to talking to me, but I, he has no idea. I'm about to ask him about uh, the events leading up to and after the death of his sister-in-law. And I guess we're going to find out this week. So these are two people I'm talking to right now. Um, Peggy is working on questions to ask the family members because we really don't want to drop the ball on that because they are going to know a lot a lot more about 
a lot more about, I'm sorry, that was like a really crazy car <laughs> that's obviously an out-of-towner because we're heading towards Memorial Day weekend. Um, anyway, so two family members of Andrea Armijos, we will be speaking with this week, her sister Alexandra Ramon, who lives now in Ecuador, and the brother-in-law who was... Uh, speaking for the family the whole time she went missing and after she was found. So we don't know uh, if they're still married or not. They're definitely not together anymore. Or perhaps he stayed behind to work and sent home money. I'm really not sure, but she's, back, she's definitely back in Ecuador. The only thing I found concerning was that she has two Facebook accounts. I am communicating with her on one Facebook account where she is not friends with Manuel Puka, who is Andrea's brother-in-law, who was uh, talking to police and press. But she has another uh, Facebook account in which she is friends with him. So these are questions that we're going to try to get to the bottom of and it's really important to know what's going on there and uh, we will start forming the basis of the story of Andrea Gabriela Armijos and what happened to her. After we're, we're done interviewing um, contacts for that story we will start investigating the story of uh, Lilia Esperanza Ocapina, who was found a year later in Segaponic behind her house. Now they call it light woods back there, but I did a Google Earth satellite picture and it was not light, lightly wooded. It was wooded. So I'm wondering, uh, I originally thought it's odd to not see somebody after three searches. I mean, it's not a huge yard, but it's a good half acre at least. So I want to find out why she was overlooked several times after it being searched. So that's where we're at. We are, we are going to have these conversations, record them, and we will start disseminating the cases.